Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Honest Chats, um, and I'm your host, JL. I want to welcome you back if you are a returning listener. Thank you for tuning in and continuing on. And if you're new, welcome. And um, today is a single episode, so you're not in the middle of anything that you'll be missing out on. I want to encourage you to leave a review, leave a rating, um, and... uh, Get in touch with me if you'd like to. Let me know how this is impacting you. Um, And share this with somebody that it might help. And so without um, further ado, this week we're going to be doing a single episode with me. And uh, yeah, I'm going to be dropping these, you know, just in the middle of uh, a couple of other interviews that I do. And so if you're new, just want to let you know we do an episode every Tuesday. And so... You know, you can subscribe on, um, I think I'm already on every sort of major podcasting platform and now Spotify, which is really, really exciting. Um, so if you've got premium, you can uh, just download me, um, download this podcast and listen to it off air, especially for those long drives. Loving it. Hey, so this week, um, actually it was last week, I saw this, um, I saw this um this really it's a meme and so you know trying to thought i would share it with you i thought i've shared it with a with a couple of people and i suppose it's really i don't know maybe the more uh, <laughs> the more um, meme kind of oriented people of you that might really um like this but and so i'm going to add a little bit of color to the story this was really like two pictures and so it, it's going to help if i explain it so um this robber um, he's trying to rob a house, and so he, he he gets in the house, and so the he finds the lights on, and the owner is actually is actually hiding. So anyway, so he goes. Well, um, uh, my thought when I looking at I'm looking at this picture is maybe he's thinking, well, I don't want to get sprung up because lights are on, and I think the owner is still here, and so I'm going to try and find the owner. So he he's walking around the house trying to find a way to to get the honor and so he notices something which you know i think it's a cross <laughs> in the house the juices that uh concludes that this person who owns this house is actually a christian and um you know comes up with an idea this is how i'm going to find out where they are and he says oh, something very interesting he just says god is good and of course the honor says uh the classic Christian response. Anyway, so I wanted to share that with you. Some of you might, would have found that a bit lame, but I find it really funny. I actually called uh, two of my friends up and, and just like said, "Hey, bro, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta let you know this joke that I just found." Anyway, right into the podcast. So this week, <laughs> this week, um, it's titled "Whispers in Secret Rooms." So lately, I have been uh, really, I suppose challenge and thinking a little bit about uh, the, the whole idea of changing and transforming our minds and how to do that what the, what the process is and the why really the why of changing and transforming our minds and uh, I suppose I, I, I want to really take a little bit of an, of an angle on a passage that, that stood out to me about uh, why it's important to to do the work of um, transforming our minds and especially when it comes to 
you know, like I talk, talked about three episodes in, uh, three episodes back, sorry, um, when it comes to be, being able to to deal well with, maybe you're having a bad day, maybe you haven't, you know, had such a great year um, or things like that. So, yeah, so I titled this Whispers in Secret Rooms and you'll find out why in a minute. So, um, yeah, and, and, and this, I suppose, what then really triggered and, and, and gave me the, okay, we, we probably have to um, to talk about this a little bit more extensively is um, that on the weekend, our uh, our pastor, uh, our pastor's wife, um, Kylie, she actually spoke a little bit on on the mind and rethinking the way that we've been thinking, and so that really set me uh, onto sort of this path of of, of relooking at this verse and this um, this passage of scripture, and so this will be actually a twofold episode. But I just want to start with this. Uh, by reading this. So, uh, it's in 2 Kings chapter 6, and we're going to start from verse 8. I'm reading from the New Living. Translation, if you've got you know, a Bible, don't want to preach to you, but just I just want to draw some things from this. And so, I'll read it out. When the king of Aram was at war with Israel, he would confer with his officers and say, we will mobilize our forces at such and such a place. But immediately, the man of God would warned the king of Israel. Do not go near that place, for the Arameans are planning to mobilize their troops there. So the king of Israel would send word to the place indicated by the man of God. Time and time again, Elisha warned the king so that he would be on the alert there. The king of Aram became very upset over this. He called his officers together and demanded, Which of you is the traitor who has been informing the king of Israel of my plans? It's not us, my lord the king, one of the officers replied. Elisha the prophet in Israel tells the king of Israel even the words you speak in the privacy of your bedroom. So, going to stop there. This uh, That will really be what I'm going to be focusing on. And so... I suppose for me, um, a couple of take-home points here have been with with this whole idea of whispers in secret rooms that I, you know, it's not just our own sort of belief systems that can actually work against us. And, and I know we've talked a little bit about that in previous episodes and the way we think, the way we think about ourselves. Um, if, if you know the idea of self-fulfilling prophecies, those are... Uh, there are some of the ways that we can tell that certain things we believe, certain mindsets that we have actually work against us. And, uh, you know, sometimes there are, there are those critics, like I talked about last time, that, that are trying really trying to protect ourselves. But in, in this space here, we're actually, we're, this is an outside enemy. And we not only need to be aware of our own sort of self defeating beliefs but also the outside enemies maybe it's circumstances that, that we're just not in control of that might be coming our way and we just we we we, we we're not aware it's it's not even in our mind or around our mind or anywhere near our peripheral that we're going to be facing whatever it is that we're going to be facing and um you know, the king of Israel is in the same boat. He has no clue. He has no idea somebody is 
plotting war against him. And uh, <laughs> I suppose that can be a little bit of a, of a scary thought. Um, and similar to, similar to where we are as Christians, really, we, we've, we, we're, in, we're in a similar spot in that um, Jesus even speaks about this in John 10, that we have an enemy who seeks to, to steal and to kill and to destroy uh, whereas Jesus has come that we might have life. And so it, it seems to be the same, a similar kind of scenario here, a similar sort of play out here. And, uh, you know, when Jesus was, was speaking about the enemy coming to steal and to kill and destroy, it's in the same passage where he talks about, um, where he actually talks about sheep and him being the good shepherd. And so in, in a sense, it's, it's just that idea of sometimes even sheep don't even know that danger is coming until it's too late and it hits. So um, what do we do with situations like that? And, I mean, you, you, you can't really prepare for what you don't really know is going to happen. And, I mean, we, we really try to prepare ourselves for stuff that, really we can predict happening and so that's why I've got airbags in cars um, that it's that sort of concept of speaking of airbags I need to get mine changed because they're faulty um, but that's a side point um, so the principle is the same we've got airbags in cars we you know I suppose we started building so building houses to protect ourselves from from stuff that sometimes we couldn't control like the weather you know lightning strikes whatever and um However, there are some things that we just we just cannot control. We don't know they're coming, and and so you know the the what ends up happening here then is that um, the the man of God, however, which to me really is representative of the Holy Spirit in our lives, he's privy to those conversations. He's privy to those strategies. He's privy to those plans. Privy to um, the, the, the conspiring that is really happening against the people of God. And he immediately not only lets the, lets the king of Israel know, hey, this is what's happening, but, he, but it actually creates a counter strategy for what's going to happen. And so what does that mean for us, really? What does that mean? It, I think that the biggest encouragement that I draw from this is that Jesus is on our side. Holy Spirit is on our side. And he knows what the enemy is up to. He knows what is coming around the corner. He knows what is coming in the near future. He knows the people we're going to encounter with the situations we're going to encounter. Holy Spirit is quite aware of that. And I think that there are those hints along the journey and those uh, as we take those steps, there, there, there are little, little nudges, I suppose. Little. Um, sometimes it can be big, but I think a, a lot of time there are those real little tugs, and sometimes I, I think I've, it, it feels more like a little wave that comes on the shore and, and affects the sand a little bit and, and moves the moves the sand on. Um, if you can imagine that or picture that, or it can be a real, um, you, you can feel a sense of, oh, I need to sort of move away. And maybe I think this is God or, and, um, 
Yeah, and it's a bit bit like that. What well, the other thing that I I really appreciate here is that, and that sort of stands out to me is that the the man of God wants the king. Now, if you are aware of any form of ruling principles, you know that there's always um, a person who is in charge or a person who is trusted with a lot, and they're usually sort of the head, like you, you know, they're the figurehead of CEOs for companies, you know, pastors for churches, governors for um, regions, etc. And so he goes to he goes to the king, and in 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 this same way, and so just going back to changing and transforming our minds, I think that this is where the connection for me, the connection comes in, in that we, we have in the New Testament this whole idea of be transformed by the renewing of your mind. And I think that part of that transformation happens as we um, as we as we connect ourselves to this the, the belief and 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 trusting really in God and this relationship. So the and and, and this really comes in, in from a thought of, you know, how do we do I suppose self leadership well when sometimes we don't even know what's going to be happening around the corner. And I think that part of that doing self leadership well and um, taking ourselves or, 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 you know, battling the storms of life and the stuff that we just have no control over, a lot of that, doing that well, rests upon how really connected we are to, to Jesus and to, to his spirit alive in us who can help us to navigate that and really prepare us for what's coming ahead because he knows the strategies and he knows the circumstances we're going to face, but at the same time, he's also um, creating a space within us as we allow him to, and 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 um, creating a sense of there is a counter strategy for that that's going to happen. For me, what it's looked like in in the past has been really, I, I suppose, resting on truthful things. So. Um, I don't know how it looks like for you to connect with God and to keep connection with God and to continue that, I suppose, that sense of I, I'm aware of God's presence. I'm aware of Him being with me. I can, I can, I can sense. I have the, I have this general. Um, I know God is in my thinking right now and is in my thoughts and He's directing that. Or I can feel God. Or uh, um, you know, those kind of things. So for some people, it's really, sometimes it's nature, um, looking at nature or being part of nature, going for a walk. For some people, they will listen to music to to really, you know, keep that connection going or to strengthen it or to, 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 to start that connection. For other people, it's when they catch up with others and they start, start talking about Jesus, start talking about life. That's how it happens. Um, for, for, for others, you, you might actually be just sitting, sitting still, sitting quiet. For some, it might be saying your thank yous, <laughs> saying your thank yous in, in, in your prayers and uh, just really taking the time out to be grateful and to get that sense of gratefulness. That's actually a really, really powerful tool in, in, in being God-centered, 
Um, and so, you know, if you don't do that already, I want to encourage you to do that. Praise and thanksgiving from our lips is like an invitation for the presence and the glory of God. Um, and and so for, for others, you might be listening to a sermon. For, for others, you might be, um, I don't know, podcasting like I'm doing. <laughs> Whatever it is for you, just that sense of continuing to to keep the connection there to Holy Spirit. I mean, I don't know what kind of king the king of Israel was at this point in time, but he had a man of God in his life. And for us, it's, I mean, yes, we need men and women of God in our lives, but our first point of call really is the Holy Spirit. And he is there. He is the, he, you know, he's God with us, dwelling within us, Emmanuel, um, and, and, you know, we, we have access to, to him to give us life and, and wisdom and, and grace and strength to lead us. And so, you know, and, and one of the other things as well that, and that comes up here is that the word that would come from the man of God is that do not go near the, that place or this place. You know, sometimes God is not going to actually allow you to go through spaces and places where you're going to, where it's actually going to turn out to be a bit of a fight. And I, I know that Jesus was led into the wilderness um, to face temptation and to face tension and, you know, real testing. Um, but that's not all the time. Sometimes God doesn't lead us into trouble. Um, was it Jesus calls us to, to pray, lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from the evil one. And I suppose this is part of that, part of the uh, maybe pre-warning system, but maybe a way of him to prepare us. And, and it happens in connection. It happens in connection to him. So I really want to encourage you to, to keep that connection going. Whatever it is, be a very strong protector of that uh, because it matters. It matters. One of the things as well that, that is so clear to me that just jumps up and leaps up for these pages for me is God is so for us. He's for us. He's for us. He's for us. And I, you know, there is no better way to, to, to get that than for and for him, you know, that it's shown here like that there is secret whispers and dealings and conniving that that's happening and it's going to be against the people of God. And I don't know what is going to be happening against you. I don't know what, what you're going to be facing. We don't know what we're going to be facing <laughs> tomorrow, she says. Tomorrow's worries are enough for for it. And tomorrow's worry, today's worries are enough for for today. Like, don't worry about tomorrow. But but sometimes we do, and so part of that is not knowing what's going to happen. And I mean, I don't want to stress you out, but how do you prepare for something that you don't know? That's the you know that's a question that I don't know if you've ever had. And and this is I think such a real real key in that is it's being connected to the one who knows the strategies that are happening against us who knows the circumstances that are coming like a wave to 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 maybe tumble us over bury us or whatever 
um, and and who sometimes will say, hey, you, you you don't need to go that way. I think we should take a different path. Maybe maybe let's not go over this and 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 practice this today. Let's do something different. And I think that happens in connection, and uh, and this maintained sense of of closeness to Jesus. And so and I, I want to encourage you to do that because God is for us. He sees what's going to happen. He has a counter strategy for it, and he's more than willing to share it with us. And so what, what does that mean for you? What does that mean for you? Um, you know, it's, it, you will know, I'm sure there are ideas that are already springing up. And it's not to create a sense of guilt, but really a sense of hunger and a sense of really reassurance as well, a sense of I am cared for by God, Even that, that even when I don't know what's coming across the corner, I don't know what the whispers in secret rooms and whispers in, 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 in places and spaces that I'm not privy to, I don't know that. But it's coming from me. My God is my protector. So as we practice this, it affects our belief about God. It affects how we think. And really, it's a, it's a massive strategy. It's probably the best strategy against all the plans of the enemy. Now, in saying all of this, we're, we're not guaranteed to have nothing, um, nothing wrong happen to us. We're not guaranteed to face, to, we're not guaranteed to not face strategy. In fact, one of the surest things that Jesus says to his disciples is that trouble will come. And um, he also does say, though, that he has overcome the world. And so, I suppose this is what we're going to be exploring next time is, well, what happens when we've done the right thing, we've kept connection with Jesus, he's told us this is coming, and, you know, we, we, we've taken that word and, and, and we've sat on it, have trusted in his wisdom and his faithfulness and his ability to see far beyond what we can think or imagine and, and, and to sort of counter-strategize. What happens when we've done all of that and yet we still come face-to-face with the danger? We still come face-to-face with whatever that, that, that thing was. What happens that when, 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 when we go um, and, and face that? And so that's, that's really the, the, the next angle we're going to take. And I think there's a lot of truth and a lot of gold in the next part of this passage. If you want to go ahead and read that, um, you're quite welcome to. The, the song that inspired me as well to with, with these next lot of thoughts which i'll share in the in three podcasts time is going is um the idea of this is how i fight my battles and if you if you read through a little bit after that there's it's quite a it's quite an interesting exchange that happens with that but i really want to explore that i want to um i want to sit with it and and see what god says and i'll be sharing that in the next podcast as well um in in three podcasts time so yeah, I just want to remind you and and finish off with saying he's for us. Keep the connection going. It, it matters that we connect and we are 
in tune and in line and we keep um, that connection with Holy Spirit because He knows what's happening. Even when we don't know it, He's for us. He wants us to be able to navigate it well um, and to be prepared for even the even the encounter with it. And so, um, yeah, I hope this has blessed you. Thanks you. Thank you so much for for having tuned in, for having stayed this long, and um, and and really for encouraging me. Uh, you know who you are. Thank you so 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 much for having um, fed back to me. L- let me know what's working for you. What you're finding impactful. What you're taking away. For some of you, it's actually getting. Um, I suppose getting you to think a little bit and and have those those chats with other people that you know, um, and some of you have actually you know gotten back to me and go, hmm, I don't think I agree with that, or that's a different way to think about things. I really appreciate this, really appreciate that. Uh, I've gotten uh, um, a couple of thanks from people who've just been impacted by this, and I really appreciate your feedback. Keep it coming. Um, I'm still <laughs> I'm still learning as well. I'm still trying to uh, find a rhythm for this and um, I'm loving this I'm loving the journey it's great it's fantastic um, and I'm, I'm loving keeping on going so if you're new thanks for tuning in thanks for staying with us um, I, I do need to let you know we do drop a new episode every Tuesday and um, we'll have one next Tuesday. Now, next Tuesday, my guest is actually one of the founding pastors of our church. So I talked to him about his life. I talked to him about his journey from England all the way to Perth, Australia, how that all happened. This is one of the happiest, most joyful um just the most welcoming, one of the most welcoming people I know. And uh, he's got such a full and big and, and great heart for people that it's just such a joy to have him. He's pretty much like the father of our um, of our church house. And so I'm looking forward to, again, listening back onto that conversation. It's going to be so much fun. His name is Pastor Bob. It'll be a two-part episode. Again, just because I love to just, you know, I love to talk to people. And so I allow as much time as possible to explore stuff with them. And I hope you you do enjoy, you do appreciate it. Um, And so we're going to talk his story. And we're also going to talk about how he actually has kept his heart from, um, I suppose, growing becoming a cynic or growing bitter i know like the the longer the time you spend in christianity not even just serving or being a pastor or whatever but the longer the time takes you, you we, we all kind of face the 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 nastiness i suppose of the tragedies of of life and sometimes that can be a little bit um discouraging but this guy is the most encouraging guy I've ever met. So I look forward to hearing from you. This is JL signing out. Thank you again. We'll see you in the next one.